Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Do you cheer for a team without a head coach? Is prayer the only way you'll hear your team's name on Selection Sunday? You might be suffering from depression, anxiety, or what we like to call March Sadness. Have no fear, Cornbread Hemp is here. Cornbread Hemp's organic, full-spectrum CBD products have just what you need to relieve everyday anxiety. Try our extra-strength gummies today. Use the promo code BIGX at checkout and get 30% off your purchase at cornbreadhemp.com. Don't wait to beat the buzzard. Try Cornbread Hemp today. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just... Cats. Cats, cats. Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. March 16th, 2022. This is Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Justin, I guess Roush just isn't even going to acknowledge us this morning. Yeah, what the hell? Just come on in. You know why? Cause, and cause... sit down and just not, nothing. Not a good morning. How are you? How you doing? Let's do this. It's not, a, he, not a thing. What's your deal? It's because he owes me 20 bucks. He was a fool and took uh, Wyoming plus four last night. Oh, you all did you a Percy your, bet? We, we did. did a Percy well, bet. Give me your money if you're going to make stupid bets, Roush. That, how'd that, that's what I told st- How'd that uh, Belmont bet uh, work out for you? I, 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 I did, did, don't know. No, you don't. Not good. Tell no. you that much. <laughs> So I didn't make it. They weren't twelve point dogs, were they? No. Oh, they were not. They uh, were four point dogs. Oh, times about no, three. No, maybe actually six and a half. Here's your here's your twenty doll hairs, Scoots. Good. <laughs> your twenty doll hairs. It should be illegal for you two to bet without me, unless the, uh, it's Roush's poker night. I, I well, will say the uh, the Wyoming star. Essentially, what happened? I was writing my first four post yesterday. It's like, yeah, it's, here's here's a little preview. Oh my And gosh. Wyoming, they're. In their game notes for the NCAA tournament, they've got they had an Indiana Jones like movie poster that they photoshopped all their players in, and they had a dude in a hat and everything. <laughs> That's I was all like, you needed. Oh yeah, like, you're in. Just okay. All right, I, that, you should give him at least five of that twenty back. <laughs> he, he, he was tricked. And then uh, I watched the first that the half times in March Madness are so long. Oh my oh gosh, my God, the yes. commercial. They're really was, only five minutes longer, but it may as well be thirty. It, well, especially at. 10 o'clock or whatever it was yeah. at night. Like I was fighting so hard to make it through that halftime, and I just I just couldn't. Maldonado having six turnovers in the first half or seven. I think he had seven. It was like, oh, well, 
tonight's not your night, buddy. Just tonight's not your night. Did, did, was it at least close at the end, the the, the number? Uh, Not really. Okay. No, yeah, it, I didn't it was know eight. if it was going to be a free throw situation. Seemed like a buffer right? zone game. Yeah. I fell asleep before the end, yeah. full. full. Uh, but I, I bet the first half line because I was like, you know what? I think I'll be able to stay up. Oh, that, that worked one. out. And, and you and know it what, one, It was only one and a half. I was nervous because at four, uh, Wyoming was up. Yeah, and Wyoming had the ball. And a chance to get it, like to to, to make it a, a one bucket game, and then two turnovers and like two breakaways. Because I, well, that that Wyoming technical sealed it. My first half yeah. line for oh, me. Oh, for sure. Worst worst technical of the NCAA tournament up to this point. Not even <laughs> close, if you ask me. Did you see that, Roush? Well, that was part of the like the, I'm getting ready for bed and stuff, and I came back and I get on Twitter, and all of a sudden everybody's just talking about how awful this technical was, and I'm like, damn it, I want to see it now. I think Cal's gotten teed up for this before, but Wyoming guy, there was kind of a questionable call, some contact at the rim. Wyoming didn't get the call. Indiana was going back on transition, and Wyoming's coach was yelling at one of his players and the ref, because everything's about the officials, right, right. took it about him and teed <laughs> him up for it. See, I didn't is, know in that moment whether it was the player or the coach that got teed up. Uh, it was the coach that got teed up, but he was talking to his player on the other end of the floor and, and unless I'm wrong, did they come back and say it was no, on the player no, or something like that? Anything, okay. No. Um, but I had the sound on. It was one of the rare occasions. Listen to commentary and just totally focused on basketball. It was really nice. Uh, but you see all the assistants. They had one camera angle where it's like they're just showing their reaction, the coaches and the assistants' reaction to the technical. And they all do the same mannerisms. They all have the same reaction. And they're all just like, he's talking to him. And like they're pointing <laughs> at the player. They can't believe it. But it did lock in my first half line, so we'll take it. I do um, think that if you want to make – like that's one of my favorite ways to talk trash is you're talking directly to your – your your teammate about the other team just very loudly so they can hear. Mm. This guy's terrible. Why are you like let him shoot? He's bad. Like that that's a fun like way to dig at him without directly talking trash. Like you know you're just communicating with your teammate. Sure, I strategy. Guess if, I guess if you look at it that way, sure. But congrats to Scoots, everybody. Yeah. They're First, officially in the big dance. Big time. First NCAA tournament win since. 2016. See, on Selection Sunday, my brother came up to me, and he was like, Indiana's in the play-in game. I guess I was talking to somebody or doing something. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great content, because if they lose, we can just say they didn't make it to the real tournament. Yeah. Oh, no, I was yeah. not dying. We Well, no, well, you weren't going to have to die. Okay. This was going to be kind of like an exception to you get to live, but we also got to have some fun and say, oh, you didn't actually make the field of 64 and – uh, all the bracket, they weren't really in the bracket. They were just in like the slash bracket sort of deal. And uh, but now you're in. You're officially Ooh. in, and potentially winnable game. What's the yeah. line on that one? Uh, it's already I out. I haven't looked yet. I'll yeah. pull it up. What you got, Ralph? I've uh, I've actually got the Hoosiers beating the Gales. Um, Same. But um, there That's... was a couple folks who some KSR commenters that said, uh, "When does the banner go up to celebrate the win?" IU plus not until the Sweet three. Sixteen. Suck it. Okay, um, and they said, I'm guessing the Hoosier fans stormed the court? No. Oh, they did not. Okay. No. Just to, you know, safe assumption. Uh, if Tom Cream was three? there, those Nets didn't stand a chance. Hold on, time out. You said plus three for Indiana? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What a joke. I mean, it's St. Mary's is solid. They beat Gonzaga. I, I think if you all could lose at home to Rutgers, I think a neutral site game against St. Mary's could be challenging. The one thing that makes that challenging is the fact that that game last night got over so damn late. And they now have to go all the way to Portland, Oregon, and play at four o'clock tomorrow. 
Yeah, no. That's the only challenge. You got to remember, they're already in Portland. They're sleeping currently. They will get to sleep in as late as they want. That's true. Today. They'll get to sleep in as late theoretically as they want tomorrow, although they'll probably wake them up and do a breakfast and shoot around and whatnot. And they're 18 to like 21 year old kids. They'll be okay. So I'm not worried then. If you're not worried about the sleep thing, then I'm not worried about Indiana, period. Not worried about the turnaround. They'll be fine. If anything, I use kind of playing hot right now, so you don't want longer breaks between games. That's true. I'm just St. Mary's gonna be tougher than I, I could totally see IU winning. And I know we rip on St. Mary's in that conference year round. I don't think St. Mary's is a great team. I, mean, like, I need to be clear about that. I don't think they're a great team. I just think that it will be a close game. Yeah, and one way or another, uh, St. Mary's is just such a that slow pace is such a weird. Like I, I don't know how to adjust in my brain for because like Indiana they got out and they ran the floor pretty well mm-hmm. last night. Yeah, so we like, like to run. If you, um, it, it really comes like I, I feel like it's one of those games that if you watch the first five or ten minutes and if one team is dictating the tempo versus the other, then they're probably going to end up winning the game. Well, that's what you could have said about the Michigan game too. And then really? look how that no, ended up. I, I wouldn't say that at all. I don't even no. I wouldn't say that. I mean, not not slower pace, but Michigan tried to control the pace. Yeah, but they also have Hunter Dickinson, who like St. Mary's doesn't have a center to guard Trace Jackson. Davis. That's right. And what Trace do last night? Twenty nine. Told you, did you all. You bet that plus three hundred. Free money. I did. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I I bet uh, they they had another boost plus twenty five and then ten rebounds, which I was like, that's a gimme too. I think he had nine rebounds. Oh, <laughs> so close. So well, close. Yeah, I'd, I w- in hindsight, wish I would have bet the 300 one. I did bet just the over on the points. Did the other guy hit the over points? That- Xavier, no. Damn he, it, he, Justin. Did, he wasn't even close. What the hell? He sucked. See, here's the thing, TJ. That's why we can't con- – like, Scoots' reactions to whenever we tell him some bets, like, it's 50-50 shot, really. He's either dead on or just completely wrong. That's true. Like – yeah, I mean, completely you're right, Trace Jackson. You're Davis, right. Completely there's, wrong, Xavier there's, Johnson. Yeah, there's really not ever a middle ground. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Well, I did a little Texas Southern, Indiana parlay. That, that game was uh, pretty enjoyable. Oh, that to was watch. fun. Yeah. That was what fun. do we For, think of Corpus Christi's jerseys? Um, as my wife said, kind of odd colors. Like, I like mm-hmm. them for now, but would you like to see them if that was your team, like, every single game? I don't know. I think if I was a fan of Corpus Christi, bring it on, sure. But Same. Like it's you know it's Corpus Christi. You got to have yeah. some some weird jerseys, but uh, I was all right with them. Yeah, I think the colors could have popped a little bit more. But. Texas Southern now one of three of their last four in the first four. They they're doing the old. That's like a rare school where the retread hire works. They did Mike Davis, and he got them to tournaments in four or five years, and now Johnny Jones is one back to back swacks, back to back first four games. So. He couldn't get Ben Simmons into the tournament, but he can get Texas Southern there and get him a win. Wait, I thought you didn't like the 16 playing games. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> th- that's the thing, though, and that's what I was funny watching. It's like, as much as we don't like this, like this is kind of fun to watch. Well, that's what I was talking about. Though. Easy like, on that Wii. I love know, them. ETN, the guy for Texas Southern who appeared to be their best player but like came off the bench. I didn't know why that would be the case, but not for me to understand. I've never watched – well, I'm sure I've watched them play a basketball game at some point. But like he went out there, balled out 21 points, was having fun. They won. They got to celebrate with their teammates in front of like an NCAA tournament crowd. You're just not getting – that if you're 
yeah, going in and true. playing a one seed. Unless you're, you're getting crushed, UMBC. somebody. Yeah, one team may have one team. One player on the team may have a solid game, but everybody else probably didn't play very well. You lost by forty to Gonzaga, and it's over for you. So again, I know everybody wants to. It would be better for TV. I agree. Have the at-large bids be the the expanded NCAA tournament, the play-in games, and let the 16s and the conference winners not have to sweat that stuff out. But you don't get moments like last night. Nope, nope, you certainly don't. And maybe people say, well, we don't care. I would rather go lose to a one seed by a million. And if that's the case, I just say, let talk to the people that have been 16 seeds and just see what they would rather do. And what those small conferences decide is, is how it should be. Do they prefer playing other 16s and just getting a win, or would they rather just get pummeled by ones? And you're right, the have that chance to have a UMBC moment. Man, can't believe that. So excited for UK's tournament game tomorrow. And what if like St. Peter's just came out and just, <laughs> just, I just think wiped it was, the floor? Um, it was funny that when they go to the studio afterwards, they're like. Well, they can't do this against Kansas, uh, you know, or else Kansas is going to run them off the court. And they're like trying to break down the game between Kansas and Texas Southern. I'm like, sorry, Seth Davis. Like, I can't just, I can't, sure. I can't spend my time doing this. I did. Uh, I I know Candace Parker's done this frequently, but she was she was really good. Man, she's good looking. True. I mean, I, she I was going to talk so about gorgeous. her analysis and her poise she, on camera no, she really is she really is great on camera yeah well and like especially with rex like kind of leaning on his elbows and stuff like he just i'm, I'm curious how this this show is going to work for him because he doesn't have the typical tv he's done plenty of tv before but he looked really uh buttoned down even though he was dressed up real nice it was kind of weird yeah i, I don't know i don't want to Rex is such a if you have like a negative opinion of him then it's political because of it if you love him it's political because of it I, I it was weird there's times he seemed like super relaxed and like he had done that every year for the last 13 yep. March Madnesses and there's other times he looked just like totally nervous yeah, it was it was I was odd. It was strange. It was like in, he, it was like in between break. Like he'd come back one segment, and maybe it was just as much as like, "Hey, I know what I'm talking about. This segment, I'll be fine." Versus right. like, well, "Oh, they're going to ask me about teams that I couldn't name you one player in the last six years." Like when he talked about Indiana and in Kentucky, he obviously had a yeah, good the UK Calipari things. thing was kind of neat. Did yeah, you see that, that was the first of the March Madness confidential bits that they're going to run um and it was it was it was nice and i i I tried to find it on social media they hadn't put it up yet i'm sure they'll put it up this morning but kentucky's one of seven teams where they're gonna have documentary crews kind of embedded with the team to share footage from behind the scenes and um i thought it was really funny tj that when they showed that cal was doing the thing that he does sometimes with the media where he just like talks and wants the media to fill in the blanks for him Mm -hmm. and and i bet he does that all the time with them but we just we never see him talking with his team in the locker room and for that well what happens when you do this and then they have to respond and i think lance was the one who was responding just to like get it moving keep it going nobody else wanted to talk but like lance was keeping it moving forward um but i it, it was it was good it was it was well done um but I, I did like Rex was just like, hey, you know, Cal's great for this team. You know, he, he had some great things to say. And, I, I, you know, he was good in that part. But some other times he did look a little fish out of water. Cause, yeah. And I think some of it might, too, just be like he – I don't think he's done the NBA TV thing in a while. He really he really did dive into the politic Twitter stuff. So I, I think he's, he's a little rusty when it comes to talking basketball 
on TV or on radio. And that that was his life for about five years or so, and he's kind of been out of the game for a while. You all just blew my mind. I didn't even realize that was Rex Chapman last night. Really? Didn't even realize. Was it just the the goofy the blue glasses or what? I, I, yeah, I don't know what it was. It just didn't look like him. But now, I mean, now that I see it, I'm like, oh, that's absolutely that's Rex Chapman. But I don't know what it didn't click in my brain last night. I didn't even think about to who that was. If we're being honest, well, that's Crazy. him. And uh, it was just nice to have the until even if it was the playing games. Nice to have the NCAA tournament back. We get to two more tonight. Rinse yep. and repeat. Do it again today, and then Let's the real Rutgers. fun begins tomorrow at noon. And uh, what you get the open practice today in Indianapolis for UK. You'll get media opportunities today in Indianapolis for Kentucky. I had to look up yesterday. Just random note when the East Regional games were. I was so focused on UK being an indie mm-hmm. that I didn't even look at um, the when it's uh, it's Friday, Sunday, for what it's worth. Oh, in Philly? For Philly. Okay, okay. I don't know if it was Thursday, Saturday, or it's Friday, I know uh, most of the games elsewhere on the bracket, there's only one pod that's playing on Friday. Most of the games are on. Six of the eight are on Thursday. For the East? For the East, okay. yes, yes. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Well... I did fill out a bracket last night. I joined the Kentucky Roll Call uh, Challenge on Yahoo Sports. We Woo. have a link on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group, uh, and I, you know I'll be blasting, tweeting some of that those links out throughout the day too to make sure that we get as many folks signed up to win some KRC bucks as possible. And um, I did get to the point like I was like, you know what? Why am I overthinking this? Like if I overthink it, like it's just going to be ridiculous. Like. Uh, Trying to overanalyze, like no, we're, let's let's fire off some upsets. Like let's get wonky with it. Baylor's not going to Philly. Wow! Suck it, Baylor Bears. That's my big upset: North Carolina over Baylor. <laughs> no, I've got Marquette over North Carolina. Yeah, so no kidding. I think the shock of smarts are going to come out playing North, fire. North Carolina's been horrible this year. Why would you think they would beat Baylor? Oh, they've been horrible this year. They just beat Duke by like twenty-five on their home court. Suck it, Justin. Wow. One. I mean, give me another one. I don't know. The ACC is terrible. Exactly. I, I, I told you. I, we're, just, we're firing off upsets, okay? <laughs> His other win is Baylor. I've got Chattanooga in the Sweet 16. I don't I don't disagree yeah. with that. Chattanooga versus UAB in the round of 32. Uh, Loyola, Chicago. Sister Jean's back in the Sweet 16. The one thing that I didn't want to do, but I had to do, um, and some of it, maybe I'm putting the jinx on them. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I just want to have a different look in Final Four. Put the Volunteers in there. They can't do it now. They're never going to do it. Am I right, TJ? Am I right? They could, That's the thing. I mean, they could. Would we, anybody be surprised if they lost to Michigan in the second round? But it is a tough road. If Tennessee gets there, it will be well-earned. Um, having to play, the I think, the team picked to win the preseason Big Ten and Michigan in a second-round game, not ideal. Again, maybe Colorado State wins that one. and then Ooh, I, pick, I picked the Rams, second Michigan. Could see that. Yeah. Then Villanova. Villanova's always a tough out. And then in, in between Illinois and Arizona, you're going to probably get a tough matchup, either one, in that Elite Eight game. It's I, I would say Tennessee, out of the SEC teams, have the toughest road, maybe yeah. Arkansas. And well, you'd probably go Arkansas I first. Like Auburn has a very easy road, too. Like, unless they just run into a Johnny Davis buzzsaw, like – now, another thing to remember on this is we mentioned about how LSU, I like LSU, but they're going to have to play Wisconsin and Milwaukee, so I no longer like I like no longer like LSU even without a head coach. I still think LSU is a pretty solid basketball team. 
Wisconsin Auburn would be in Chicago. That still would be a road game for Auburn. Mm-hmm. I would still, I think, like UK could maybe make that close to 50 50, possibly. Well, but you don't want to play Wisconsin and Chicago. I will say, um, you know, or Iowa and Chicago for that matter. Was, was that? Big, that's Big Ten country, and Auburn's probably going to get either two Big Ten teams or Kansas, which it's not like they won't fill Chicago pretty well either. So uh, I look at that. I look at where games could be and that sort of that sort of stuff. I wanted to make a burn, but I think it was actually at. No, yeah. I mean, if if Nebraska can win in Madison over Wisconsin, then anybody can beat Wisconsin in Milwaukee or Chicago. And we could play this. We could do this whole <laughs> song know, and dance to come around to everybody. But you're right. That's a good point. Got to remember that stuff. Uh, it's not just the tournament that could be newsworthy tomorrow, Nick Roush. Oh, yeah. We uh, had some reporting yesterday. Oh, we also had a source off, too. Which we'll have a you good gotta, source. You gotta remember, I'm blocked by Pat Forty, so I only get so See, much. See, I blocked by Bozich. <laughs> oh, oh, so we put it together. Yeah, Yin to my yang. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we did have a Suck source it, off Suck it, between the former CJ uh, <laughs> CJ Sports team. It was uh, back in the day. It was Bozich and Forty. They were the columns that uh, I know I grew up reading. That was that. That was my I would eat my bowl of cereal, and I would read that sports column on the left side of the page every day. It was either Forty or Bozich. No offense. It was when the CJ was rocking and rolling. They were rock and rolling. You had they had Nick Roush and TJ every morning yep. eating their cereal, checking out scores, box scores, stories. Oh, you had the baseball page that just had the standings and the results. And I would, yeah, like that's when I cared about baseball a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you'd you know? just be like, oh, Red Sox won. They're two oh, games closer. It was like, how many home runs did Sammy Sosa hit today? Yeah. Uh, yesterday, you know? Yeah. It was fun, fun times um, back in the old days. But, uh they had a source off yesterday, and it started with Pat Forty misspelling Josh Herd's name in his report. He couldn't couldn't write Award, the, award-winning journalist. Couldn't couldn't write the correct name of the athletic director. Uh, but great start. The the, the, the the phraseology, the terminology that Pat Forty used in his report for Sports Illustrated was that that Louisville is narrowing in on. Kenny Payne to be their next coach, and while terms and it's nothing close to final. And there's not an agreement in place. It could happen as soon as Thursday. About an hour later, Rick Bozitz said, whoa, 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 Not so fast, my friend. Bozich said, Kenny Payne, has, his crew has not talked to Louisville. Like, not, not even talked to him. Which, okay, it's going to be tough to be hired if you haven't spoken with the school. And the thing that is, I think, most peculiar in this situation is... We know Bozich and K, like KP is Bozich's source for a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is kind of it is you 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 can tell the line of who's talking to KP side of things and who's talking to U of L side of things. So it was really a U of L source versus a Kenny Payne source in this situation, which is pretty fascinating. So like, here's the thing. My question to you, TJ. What? So. In my brain, I'm trying to pick through the pieces. What does Kenny Payne have to gain by like like what what leverage can he get by saying, "Oh, actually, I haven't even talked to him." Is it for more money? Is it or is it for another opening? So this is kind of funny. Uh, did you Justin get a chance to listen to the Rutherford show yesterday? Uh, I heard bits and pieces. Yeah, same with me. And and so I I only kind of caught some of the context of it. But I I don't know if it was a texter or or if Mike 
open the premise or how they even got onto it. But it was basically like, if you could have one question for Kenny Payne, what would it be? <laughs> and just perfect Trevor fashion. Yeah, he's such a gym. He went, oh, yeah, easy question. Yeah. When's the last time you spoke with DJ Wagner? And then, of course, Rutherford, as anybody would, instantly went, well, you just wasted your question. He'd say, I can't comment on recruit, <laughs> so you blew it, Trevor, which is so true. Yeah. My wife had a much better question, weirdly enough, because we were walking yesterday enjoying this beautiful weather. So, so this was – I was thinking, like, in an interview setting, not like a press conference setting. But, okay, yeah. Any yeah. sort of just you have one question to ask this guy. Gotcha. And he's if, it got, was, if it was like a job interview or something and, like, you were trying to – No, I think it was like he's the UofL coach. He's coming on the him? show. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. that was more of the context. Gotcha. And so I guess Hannah at work or on <laughs> Twitter so had saw the momentum for pain. And she asked me, she was like, what's going on with Kenny Payne? I was like, I don't know. So I kind of filled her in with what's the latest. And unprompted, she did not hear the Mike Rutherford show. But she said, if I had one question for this whole thing, it would be, what has been going on? Like, how is it that he's the front runner, the clear front runner, the entire fan base has conformed into knowing this is the guy but then he, there's reports that he may not want it. He's unsure if he wants to be a head coach. What's and taking now, so long? Exactly. And that's a darn good question. I mean, all that is, that is a darn good question. Like, what has gone on with this search? At first, if we wanted to do a real timeline of all this stuff, it was UofL fires Mac, and you had a select few former UofL players that were pushing Kenny Payne. The majority of the fan base were not on board with it because – they were delusional. They thought that you see Jeff Goodman getting in with it with all the UVL fans. My pool pool buddy. Oh, your pool. Your, my pool man. Your, your pool. Yeah, pool, my pool guy. Pool, pool boy sounds weird. Yep. My pool boy. Gosh, it, he was getting crushed. But really, what he said wasn't like totally true. UVL couldn't get a big name, so they're going the oh former the, player route. The former player route. Yeah. And U of L folks were losing their mind, being like, oh, you didn't have the same energy with Duke, UNC, blah, blah, blah. The difference is that they have a tough time figuring out is Duke and UNC didn't reach out to anybody else. This is what they wanted to do. U of L wanted big name coaches. They wanted Scott. They Don't let any U of L fan as a collective group tell you that they didn't think they could get Scott Drew because. What I consider some of the smartest U of L fans were having serious conversations about can we get him? I think we can. You gotta, you gotta give them the. So they actually thought they were getting Scotcher. Don't let them convince you that they didn't think that the Bruce Williams hype or Bruce Williams, Bruce Pearl hype was real. <laughs> it was. They yeah. thought, and it was only like 24 hours. But I had snarky tweets when I was like, "You all, he's not talking to U of L." in January when his team is ranked number one in the country. He's not doing that. Nope. This is a money thing. And then within 24 hours, it was a money thing. They want, they want Don't let them say from start to finish the collective fan base wanted Kenny Payne because they didn't. Nope. Now, that doesn't mean that it can't be a good hire. doesn't mean that it's a bad hire. doesn't mean that people can't change their minds and say, you know what, I initially wasn't on board. I heard more about it. I am now on board. Totally all right with that. Totally okay with it. But let's... They're going to Kenny Payne because they couldn't get the sure thing that they wanted to be able to get because their program is not in a good spot right now and they don't have money to be able to do those things. Now, the interesting part, has Payne talked to UofL? Like, why is that? How can that be so disputed? Yeah, and 
And that was my thought is like maybe he's using U of L as leverage for a gig elsewhere, but like there aren't no. very there there's no why would you want to go elsewhere? There's not a better job. Like there's not even a comparable job. I know when uh, I think Florida's pretty comparable. All right, Justin, if you want to compare how much Florida cares about their basketball program down there, this quote unquote great SEC job that has two national championships the last fifteen years. The Florida website we have is actually pretty good. They have like seventeen baseball. Like they've had they they've written twice as many baseball stories than they have Florida coaching search stories. They had one story. Like people just don't give a damn at all. There's like a well, maybe we can go get Shaka Smart. Like they're they just they don't care. That's yeah. music to TJ's ears. They did, Florida does well, no, not I don't care want about Shaka basketball. Smart going to Florida. I think Shaka Smart's a good coach. I don't want him in the SEC. But although you, you'd rather see him at Louisville. Well, I don't. I, don't care. I was talking more of what I think is a smart move for them, not what I want to see. But no, I, honestly, I'm, I want to see Kenny Payne at U of L. And one thing that I would say about when you're making a hire, don't you want your rival fan base to not like the hire? I feel like UK fans were like, "Yeah, go get him, Kenny." <laughs> that there. So that is, I think, the weirdest part of the Kenny Payne situation is the rivalry. The lack of fire that it's going to inject into it, even if he makes them better. Like, yes, we're eventually going to not like him, but it's not going to have the same fire, the same vitriol. It'll be it'll be a one one game a year rivalry day instead because it'll be they're going to be. But if it, when Payne takes the job, and I and I do, I think he'll be the head coach. And does it happen tomorrow? I don't know, but I bet it happens in the next like four or five days. I would feel pretty good about. They're going to be buddy-buddy. I don't know why anybody would expect anything differently. Now, maybe that changes. Maybe there's a recruiting battle. Maybe there's a See, fight on the floor or something would, like that. A recruiting battle would make definitely add some animosity. But I think the biggest part of it all, TJ, is that there's not some sort of – like Kenny Payne isn't going to be making videos drunk in his basement with Eric Wood talking trash to Cal. You know what I mean? Like no, you, You're not going to have – like, and even when he's at the podium, like Kenny is a very laid-back guy. Especially mm-hmm. in interviews, like there's not this sort of um, yep. this spunk, this 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 fieriness that we've grown accustomed to around here. Granted, we grew up in the Rick Pitino Louisville era, and there's not too many bigger showmen that are full of you know what than Rick Pitino. And but, let's not act like Cal isn't similar. Oh to that yeah, degree. we all, I mean, and we, we eat it up. We, we love this stuff, that sort of crap in the state of Kentucky. Yes, we'll be like, really, Cal, a tweak. Shut the hell up. You know you love that stuff. Like you, you, you ate it up when he said that the first go around. Is he getting a little redundant? Maybe, but come, come on, like we love that in this any state. Any coach that's going to be at a place for almost a decade and a half, you're gonna get, a, you're gonna hear, you're gonna hear some of the same phrases. Yeah, yeah. This coaches are creatures of habit, mm-hmm. but um. I, I, I mean, how many times did Rick Pitino, best shooter since Tony Delk, you know, like that? Uh, Probably ruined Mike Mara yeah. just as a player. <laughs> so, but I, like, Kenny is not that kind of guy. But also, maybe he does get out of, like, maybe he does get a little bit more, um, come out of his shell a little bit more. If opens we... up, well, I think that probably heard when he hires them will be like, you know, part of the thing on Mac is people didn't think he cared enough or he was fiery enough. And sure, not like again, winning cures everything, right? Yeah, right, like, right, right, right. When Mac was winning, people liked his sass and attitude. And then when he was losing, he looks dead on the sidelines. Why is he just staring into nothing? Well, he was doing that when he was winning, too. He just didn't mm-hmm. care because he was winning, and understandably so. I do think Heard will probably tell Payne, like, at least early on, you know, 
be animated, make some claims, say bold things, do. I, I just hope he comes out in his press conference. He's like, well, we're going to play fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be up tempo. Did you see that they, um, they already did the we're coming back strong video? They didn't even I, wait for him to come back. Like, I, what are you doing, Louisville? I had well, they just wanted to do it on Selection Sunday because it was like, so we're not going to get called today. <laughs> um, I don't know how I felt about it. On the one hand, it was kind of like, like what, if what I was a UL fan, I just all right, hey, it's good to hear from you again. Thought yeah. you all were dead, yeah, because you played dead all whenever year. Whenever they make the Kenny Payne coming home video, it's going to be a good video. But on the flip side, it was also like, hey, you know be better than this corny little video on Selection Sunday? Power coach. <laughs> Hearing here, our name uh, uh, in the tournament for the first time since 2017 or 18, I guess. Yeah. Are they playing in the tournament? No. No. You have Heavens to be no. over 500. Oh, well, I, I mean, know, I didn't. That's a rule anymore not, with the COVID stuff. I didn't but, think that was a rule with CBI. So I, I, don't I, have know no I have no idea. I mean, that Bellarmine used to, that used turned to be, down CBI. How do we feel about How does Bellarmine not get invited off, to the NIT? Suck it, NIT. Yeah, no kidding. You're yeah. dead to me. Next time UK no has joke. a horrible year, we're bypassing you all in protests of Bellarmine. Seriously, suck it, NIT. That's, that's so stupid. Bellarmine is like the program made for the NIT. You could have yeah. them there. You could have, well, if they were playing their game, if they got to play a home game. If it was at Freedom Hall, would it be filled to the brim? No, but it'd be a good atmosphere. It'd be mm-hmm. a place that cares. People would be watching on TV. You'd get the U of L fans to be able to hop in on the bandwagon. And also, Tom Lane, thanks for getting my hopes up with WDRB. You told me Bellarmine could play in the NIT. What the hell, Tom Lane? And I'm disappointed in you. I do like that they were like, we're not. We're just going to end it. I didn't like that. You have like this momentum. Like you're in the news. Go go capitalize on no, it. Not in the CBI. Who cares? If you win the CBI, people will be like, no. it, it'd be at least a footnote. Like, yeah. hey, remember that team that didn't get in the NCAA tournament? They went out there, and gosh darn it, they went and won the CBI. And everybody would be like, well, what's the CBI? And they'd be like, it's just a really crappy basketball tournament. But they won it, and people would say, good for them. Good yeah. for them. And wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice for the Knights to get a pat on the back? A little bum tap saying, hey, way to go, buddy. I'm fine with it. End them with a bang. You're going to top what they did in the conference championship game. Yeah, I don't really care one way or another. But I was disappointed. I mean, I I wish that they could have been in the NIT. But after they weren't in the NIT, you're right. It doesn't really matter so much. Man, what a long opening segment. What a radio show. You don't get another station that can just, you know, riff like this, right? Do whatever you want. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We got the Thornton's text line. We've got a ton of other stuff to talk about. It's March, baby, and we're officially halfway through March. It makes me very mm. sad. Very sad. Oh, happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday to Mr. Roush. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. We'll be right back. Waking up to this Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Sue me. It's a perfect way to start the day. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Okay. What do you. 
I, I just I, I know if we start talking food, we're going to get hungry. So why don't you pick uh, which food one we want to do first? I'll do salseritas because I enjoyed salseritas yesterday for lunch. Got a little nachos. I actually got salseritas for lunch yesterday. So if you're lying and, doing this, I'm not and if you're doing this for a bit, we both went to salseritas. We didn't run into each other. I went Did, early. I always uh, go early. See, yeah, and I didn't Can get I get too hungry? Like 1230. It's not too far from my office. So, so I'm like, I could just go now. Man, and I saw the thing, too, that you forget, Mr. Blue Powerade. Yeah, like it, it was it, on the money yesterday. It really was. It was poor and true. And uh, I also, uh, oh, man. one thing like, you don't get at other places too that I've really been a fan of lately when cooking at home is cilantro. I know some people like it's a genetic thing. You either taste the cilantro or you taste soap suds. But I've come to like people. De- what, what? Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold what? on. <laughs> you got to rewind. There's a genetic. There's a genetic thing that like if. Some po- folks taste cilantro, and other people it tastes like soap. That just doesn't make any sense. I don't. I don't. But it. it it's a. I, I didn't understand it either. And they were like, "Yeah, it's just like I can't." One of Brooke's friends can't. She picks it off of everything because it just makes her food taste like garbage. Because it just it has the soapiness. I mean, I always pick it off. I don't really enjoy the taste of cilantro, but it does definitely doesn't taste like soap. So for some people, it just tastes like soap. That's wild. See, I never, I honestly didn't even know, should have known, didn't even know Salsaritas had cilantro. I am not anti-cilantro. I just consider it completely and totally worthless. Like re- irrelevant? Yeah. Yeah. So like I never think, I could guess I could get it on there to church it up and make it look better. And you don't get the I'm cilantro lime rice? That's where it's at. Ooh, that is see, and that's where I no, know I it from. Get, is we make that at home, the cilantro lime rice. I did just Spanish, right? But it's like you know what, and I couldn't really taste it through all because I do pico corn salsa and the hot salsa. Man, the hot salsa is so good. I can't believe you can't do the hot salsa, Justin. No, it's so good, so good. Everything about salsa is great. I mean, everything and, has a price. And when I get the nachos too, the trick uh, obviously is always you get it on the side so your chips don't get soggy. And mm, I yeah. I had only about like nine or ten leftover chips. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't a ton of leftover, but just enough to be like, ooh, nice little treat for after I That's finish how you my do it. They've got two locations so in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Uh, and then, again, I took the earlier lunch. So, like, I texted the wife. And I was like, do you want me to pick you up some salsaritas? And she texted back 10 minutes later and was like, sure. Bad news is I was already in my car. Mm. Offered to go back because super nice guy. So I'm telling the story just so everybody knows how cool right. and, You're and nice cool, I am. Nice, good looking. She said, "Generous." Yeah, exactly. She said, "No." After another five minute delay, but neither here nor there on the timing timeliness the of this season, you know, of yeah. the yeah, tax season on the timeliness of all this stuff. Uh, but she sent me a very sad, depressing picture at like. 12.45 or 1, and she was like, my homemade salseritas, and she tried to make her own nachos, and she's uh, a great cook, but I think it was a lack of supply situation. Right, right, right. And nothing's going to touch salseritas anyway. No, so that no. actually hurt. That made me feel bad. Cut you now, deep. Of course, the burrito in my stomach was settling, and I moved on pretty quickly after <laughs> seeing it. But... It's great, folks. Download the app. It'll save you money. It does. I don't even know how. I, I must be like a prime, oh, premium, I, and, top-notch and, star member. And right now, our salseritas are in a competition for app downloads. So, folks. Wait, they are? Yes. Nationwide competition. So, if you haven't downloaded the app, download the app. Hell, and we know if, that the Lexington if, one's not participating. If you send me a screenshot, DM me a screenshot of you downloading the salserita app. First three people that do that, you're getting salseritas free entrees. What? Wow. Yes. 
Yes. Executive decision, Roush, yes. today. All right, so we got to talk about how Salsaritas has now gone behind my back and they've got Roush doing promos <laughs> now because this is this what this is not good. Well, I ran not, into Mrs. Salsaritas there. Oh, did you? Yes, yes. I usually do. Yeah. And didn't see and her. She gave, she gave me some cards. Give them away. We need some app downloads. So good for download you. Download the Salsaritas app. Get free Salsaritas bucks. Send me a screenshot of your your app download, and I'll send you some some free entrees from Salsaritas. And then, uh, just not to be outdone, I am going to tweet my Salsaritas referral code if you guys want to give me more <laughs> free food. That is on the tweeter. It is on the tweeter, and it's on it right now. Oh, so you got that. Two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. St. Matthews, newly renovated, always nice going in that one. And then the Middletown one drive through which is always great. And their inside is nice as well. It's not like it's the slums of Middletown. But you know, I like very, to say every time nice. I go in St. Matthews one, too. Oh, renovation looks real nice here. Even though it happened like a year ago, it's 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 coming up on a that's year. That's when you yeah. sound like you're a regular. You know, you know they re- recently reven- renovated this place. <laughs> Should have seen it before the renovations. Oh, uh, so we also did. Uh, <laughs> we also did for the parents' birthday. Went to Mike Winnings last night. Great Mike Winnings what a night. Food day for you. Oh, Goodness it re- really was an all-time food day. How were the wings? <laughs> I actually got shrimp there for the first time. Fried or grilled? They're, they're fried and they're enormous. Like, oh just goodness. so good. But um, Duke is in prime Mike Winning's age right now, where, you know, we go run up the hill, go to the train tracks, throw some rocks. I mean, play on the swings. I mean, it was, uh, and it got to the, I mean, he p- passed out in the car and I had to wake him up this morning, you know, 11 hours later. I think he would have slept till 8 a.m. if he, oh, if we That's let. always the best. Yeah. yeah and so but Mike Winning's will be like a core memory for him now until he's like, 11 or 10 mm-hmm. and then he gets more interested in like girls or something like right, that. right but in, but in terms of exploring then, and like running around oh yeah doesn't get better yeah but, well because you just sit there and you're like all right well let's watch let's see what he gets into now and he, he's a gentleman on the playground he takes his turns oh goes behind people and what's funny is when he's you know he'll go down the slot a few times and then when he gets he he, he gets a little bold and he starts going down head first that's when it's like ah oh, Duke's got his swag back. Look at him <laughs> roush are we excited. taking submissions on the text line for the salsaritas download app well, I, I I would prefer it if you DM'd me on Twitter at Roush KSR just because I can get a hold of you and your contact information. What? I don't I don't have access to this. What if I tell you I have this guy's email? Okay. Well, okay. We count it. Do we'll you count have it. his social security? Nope. Just his email. He's okay, I can un- I can count that. <laughs> we'll count one. We got one. I'll send it over to ineligible. You. We got one. Salsaritas. Yay! There's the Morocco. <laughs> Two Moroccas. I have a Morocco. We're in the Survivor shirt on Survivor Day. Yeah. Hey. Thought it was appropriate. Um, Although, how much do y'all really care about Survivor today with basketball? Uh, yeah. Wait, are they even doing Survivor tonight? Yeah, because yeah. the, the other ones are first four on TV. Probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I care. Yeah. I mean, I do too, but not as much as I normally would. I don't feel we like. We can do the two TV setup. Yeah. It, um,. There is something like where I'm like, man, I just have a feeling that I'm not going to enjoy the Survivor season. It really well, got off to a bad start. It wasn't a great at first episode. Yeah, yeah. So, all but right, I'll still watch it and it'll be fine. But well, we've got other things to get to. Oh, we little... got another Salsaritas app download. <sighs> Woo! Rocking, rolling. Don't, don't don't forget the referral code. That's part of the that's part of the deal. Oh, is it? <laughs> uh, let's get to the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four. 1450. If you haven't made your way into your office today, pop by Thornton's immediately. Get yourself uh, 
Yeah, you can get a Powerade from there as well. You can get whatever you need to fuel you up. Coffee. Ooh, slushies. Slushy, it's be aggressive at seven fifty, but I don't think. But you know, you got kids; they might want. Maybe it's your birthday. Sugar, yeah. Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Why? Why the heck not? Thorntons, we love them; they're everywhere. Download the app. Which here's the thing, folks: I was putting in my number the whole time with my card, but I didn't download the app. Really missed out on a lot of good stuff. So, egg on my face. Download the Thorntons app. You got to. You got to download that app. The first texter says. Eason is probably a late lottery pick. He's not transferring. Well, I think I said first round pick and that he was not transferring, but if he's in the lottery, well, uh, even, e- yeah. even more so. But yes, I did, did not view him as a realistic option, although it'd be nice. He's a he's a good player. Texter says, one name I've heard rumors as a transfer option, not sure if there's anything to it or not. It's just speculation is Romando Bacop could be a great replacement for Oscar, who I think goes pro. Isn't he old? Because he, I don't. He, he'll just. He, I don't think he'll he would transfer. just go pro. Yeah. yeah. Love that we've got transfer speculation before the tournament really begins. Well, it's Kentucky. It's the way that it goes. Yeah, love it. Never for, stops. For the Michigan shot, I think Nance. I think of Nance. Oh, Lavert was right in his face. Right in his face. We'll play some of those tomorrow. Which by I the way. um. To get us ready for the Cats I, I, game. I got myself fired up yesterday because I was uh, – I, I, I did a piece yesterday on KSR about Kentucky versus in-state teams in the NCAA tournament. Uh, 9-3 and three all time. Uh, the two bit – there was a loss to Louisville in like the 50s that you know, nobody cares or talks about. But the Jim McDaniels loss in 1971 to Western Kentucky and, of course, the Dream Game. Those were the big ones. But I just got so fired up. Going back at the Aaron Harrison game, I I remember like at the time, like I I just I, I guess I just didn't know the actual numbers, but I, I specifically remember being in my quote unquote lucky seat, and when the game started to get out of hand towards the end, I got up, I went to the bathroom, I was like, God, this sucks, we're gonna lose, and then I stood in between two doorways where we had TVs in each room watching it, and Kentucky started making their run. And that's when came back, Harrison hits the shot, and I'm losing my mind. I've got crutches at the time, too. So I'm, like, pounding the ceiling with my crutches. I, I remember the memories vividly. I didn't realize that Louisville had a seven-point lead with four and a half minutes. Kentucky ended the game on a 15-3 to three run. Oh, it, we, <laughs> it was crazy. The cat, like, what the cat, a choke job, Patino. The cats were oh, dead to the cats were dead to right. <laughs> they went on a fifteen to three run in the game. That is nuts. And I want to say maybe like U of L had gone on a little run where most of the game it was kind of back and forth, and then U of L just like hit a shot, got a stop, hit a shot, got a stop, and then before you knew it, it was like the under four, and Kentucky was down seven, and you were like, oh no, what? this is how did this happen? Because it was sick. close. Like, yeah, exactly. That, it was uh, like now, now you can't really mess up anymore because you're a basket away from being down double digits. Well, and it was similar to that 2012 game in that it was a bunch of just spurts back and forth. It's just that in that game, it was Louisville would go from down nine to like within two, or they would tie it up. Mm. And I forget, I could not find in all of the AP stories and all the stuff that people wrote the day of that 2012 game, they talked about Louisville with like seven minutes getting it within two. But I think they made one more run within the final four minutes that got it within five that had me sweating, at least. I think that's uh, right. But this, you know, they didn't have Aaron Harrison hitting big shots, you know. I mean, suck it, guards. Oh, man. Bunch of losers. Doesn't... But if uh, Kentucky does play Murray State, the one thing about history – in our little history of Austin history, because I did the in-state foes. Luckett looked at Kentucky's history as a two-seed. 
As a two seed, Kentucky's made the Elite Eight five times. Their only That's win. That's good. Their only win was over Duke in 98. Oh. Every other time, devastating defeat. Yeah, and Calipari has Christian has a Leitner was the first one, 92. Oh, heavens. Devastating. Too uh, soon. 05, Patrick Sparks, Michigan State. Devastating. Uh, you also had the 2017. That's the first one that comes to mind. Um, but I know I'm missing another Cal one. No, it was 2019. Yeah, those 2017 were, those, and 2019. Yeah, those Both were the other ones. Two seeds, Elite Eight. Well, coincidentally, 2017 and 2015. Or 2017, 2005, they also played an in-state team going into the tournament in the early rounds. Yeah, 2005 was Eastern Kentucky, and that game was in Indianapolis. 2017, Northern Kentucky. 2017, Northern Kentucky. And Ooh, then, where was that game? You at? all are unbelievable. And that was in uh, – wasn't in Memphis because they went to Memphis. St. Louis? No. Give me a second. You keep going. I'll think uh, but the other time that Kentucky well, had a devastating Elite Eight loss after playing an in-state foe, 1986, Kenny Walker had – 32 points to beat Western in the second round, and then they lost to LSU. It was the fourth time they played LSU last that year. They won the first three, lost the fourth. Um, four times. Hard to beat a time. Hard to beat a team four times. They yeah. always, they've three, always said that. Three, you, three. It actually isn't that hard. But four. Yeah. Um, so, and that was in the Elite Eight. So, let's go San Francisco. If need need to at least get history kind of on our side to avoid potentially a devastating loss in the Elite Eight. Right now, history not on the cat side. That's okay. History is meant to be broken. I, it it feels That's like what many people say. It feels like uh, it was ninety eight the year. Yeah, ninety eight. Feels like ninety eight. Oh, it's like what do they say, Tennessee. What's feels like ninety six or whatever. I think it was um, ninety eight. That game. No, I don't. I want to say Jacksonville, but I'm. You know what? I'm not a hundred percent sure about that Northern Kentucky, UK game. That bugs me. Really bugs me. That's a good history lesson, though. Yep. Now it doesn't make us feel all warm and fuzzy inside, but when you've been playing basketball as long as Kentucky has, it was you... Indianapolis, Northern Kentucky. Oh, was it? It yeah. was Indianapolis. Yeah. They were there in 2019. Yep. Or 2017. Oh, yeah. 17. It was Northern Kentucky. Hold on. Whoa. 19. Kentucky just went to the Elite Eight. And lost. Well, I knew 2017 was in Indianapolis because that Wichita State game. Yeah, and then they went to Memphis. 2019 first and second round game. I don't is know. What I'm trying to figure out. Oh, okay. I I don't. I don't even know. That was Wofford, right? Yeah. Okay. It was Wofford. Um, give me one second, and that was in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Got it. Wow. But I got games mixed around, so let's it's just okay. move past it, it and apologize for wasting everybody's sweet, precious time this morning. Apparently, that arena was a dump. A texter says Sean Miller seems like a Florida guy. He does. Yeah, but I, I think that the they're waiting to make sure he stays clean from that. Uh, I, I think he's going to sit out another year to make sure the NCAA doesn't get him. About Archie. And then go, go to Pitt. Archie at Florida? It's a football <laughs> school. Ar- Archie, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't get another job someday. Same. But if I was a Power 5 job, I don't think I'd, I'd take him. IU gives you a lot of resources to be pretty mm-hmm. darn good. Right. And he was pretty darn bad. Um, Looking back, probably should have stayed at Dayton. Dayton seemed like a good fit. A level job like that, I think he could be well out. Sean Miller seems destined for the stars to finally align where he's going to go coach Pittsburgh, his home. But it won't be this year because they announced that they're bringing Jeff Capel back. But I could see a they're going to give Capel one more year because his buyout was stupid big. Yep. But he ain't going to be successful because his team's, I mean, his roster is just constantly depleting and always. 
totally depleted of talent. But I could see them letting Pittsburgh stink for another year. They fire him, the hometown kid, Sean Miller. Who cares about the show cause? Show cause stuff. Hot on the, hot on the streets. We got to talk about the LSU thing just briefly when we – let's take our hour break. Okay. Come back. Did you Do you know about, like, the, the girlfriend's aspect story of the Will uh, Wade saga? I haven't heard of the – Okay, have you? Aspect. I've heard yeah, a little bit Bits of and it. pieces yeah. of it. It's a. It was like a. Everybody knows about the strong ass offer stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't know just and any story of corruption or any story of scandal. There are there are branches that divide off in spots and places that sometimes never even see the light of day. This one did. Is it a big deal? Eh, we'll find out. But it's a wild story all the same. So we'll come back. We'll tell you that. We'll read more texts into the Thornton's text line. Keep them coming, by the way. 502-414-1450. We'll eventually get around to some predictions for this evening. We got a lot to get to. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM. 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Wednesday edition of the show, text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Fun first hour. We'll have more fun this hour. Yeah, and if you miss any of that first hour, check out our podcast, brought to you by our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This month's a great time to try Cornbread Hemp. really is. Never a bad time to try it, and we'll be sure to remind you that, but you'll especially love it during March, mm-hmm. late nights. And maybe a quick turnaround, getting back into work. Well, going to work, just feeling a little bit more relaxed with some cornbread. A little more refreshed, yeah. Get a good night's sleep, enjoying some of their extra-strength gummies, 50 milligrams of CBD, a little bit of THC sprinkled in there. Don't worry, it's not going to make you feel all... They keep it off the books. Yeah, but you're not going to be like Trevor Kelsey on a Wednesday. All right, it's 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 not like that, but it will make your body. It'll it'll help heal you. It'll help you feel good. Just use the promo code Big X at checkout. You get thirty percent off. Thirty percent, folks. Crazy. Thirty percent off at cornbreadhemp.com when you use the promo code Big X. Also, you have like a brother that just maybe recently had a birthday and you didn't get them a gift or anything like that. You can that perfect gift. Oh, Some wow. cornbread hemp gummies. You get 30 of them, I believe, and you get 30% off, but you can keep that kickback. No big deal. Wow. And perfect little gift for somebody. You don't really know what to get them. Hey, try these uh, radio guys I listen to. Speak highly of them. You try them. You let me know what you think of them. Uh, low risk, high reward, and you'll be the brother of the year in case you did not get your brother anything for his birthday and you made your wife get him uh, some really nice gifts, but including a pullover that was too small. But you personally didn't get your brother anything. Look into some cornbread hemp and promo code Big X. Do want to remind you about the Big X Sports Radio golf card. If you're a brother that didn't get your brother anything for his birthday. 
Uh, the card this year features Chariot Run, Old Capital, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, beautiful courses, $25 around with the big Exports Radio golf card. And have to mention it, they're off to a great start in selling. It is a limited supplies. So get yours today at BigExportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. That is 812-725-1457. You can play Chariot Run, Old Capital, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, $25 a round. Get them before they run out. Get it now and save it for Mm -hmm. Father's Day if you have to or Mother's Day. Uh, If you're getting it for a gift for later on, you're going to want to lock it in. Great prices, inflation. Great courses. Missed out on the big exports radio golf card. Yes. Get one today. Um, And here's the thing is if you get a big exports radio golf card, it's, it's, it ages better with time. Like there's, you're not going to look back at yourself six months from now and regret buying one. Our boy Aaron Torres, he, um, he gets caught a lot of times looking back six, eight, 12 months from now and having just some, Horrendous takes. Got exposed last night by our friends at No Context College Basketball. Screenshot from March 28th, 2021. Mike Woodson really is Indiana's next coach. Take back everything I said about them still being a legitimately good basketball program and a desirable job. It might just be time to shut down the basketball program and focus on becoming a football school. Yeah, suck it, Torres. Hot take Torres. How's that tournament win feel? More than just a name. Those, those takes, they don't age. But yeah, people all, you gotta. I'm not trying. Gosh, I'm, I am defending Torres. He is wrong all the time on his hot takes, and he and, and honestly, you play with fire, you deserve to get burnt here and there. But we are in a profession where we are just given have, opinions. Have to have takes. You just have to have opinions. Yeah. Now the thing that has always kind of made Aaron stick out as like the over the top the velocity of his takes like you can't sh- be that passionate about this there's no way there's yeah, just no right. way you can't be passionate about everything I like the way you said that the velocity uh, it's, it's there's, there's, high heat <laughs> <laughs> just keeps bringing him no matter what it's non-stop he yeah. doesn't take a take off he doesn't take a take off and that and that but we are in a profession where it's like we all say silly and dumb and, things and also like at the time hiring the former player to be your coach trend was not looking good but hey indiana's in the tournament memphis is in the tournament memphis how they turned it michigan's around. in the tournament yeah like although they had a, they were one of the more underwhelming teams this season right they kind of uh, underperformed for the most and part, shouldn't be but, in the tournament for what it's worth but memphis eventually turned it around yeah all things considered it's gonna be i mean penny if no, nobody could i think be too angry at memphis with penny really really hope to see memphis against uh I, I would like to see Jalen Duran going up against that Gonzaga front court. I think we all would. Yeah. I think it'd be a good game. Do you want to kind of just like focus on a region or two about like some things we like, or we save that for tomorrow? Bad radio. It it's is bad cli- radio. It's cliche tournament radio. Just going through a region, but no, I'm I'm happy to do that organically. I just don't want to say like, and we move to the west. I did that oh. on the old sports stalker days when I started radio, just because I had nothing else to talk about, and it was just painful. Well, do you have like a Grand Slam? Dunk hot take. This team's gonna make a surprise run in your in your bracket in your Sweet Sixteen. Maybe even into your Elite Eight or Final Four. <laughs> I said my take yesterday about Kansas. Kansas is my sleeper. 
Well, and I ended up, like, you convinced me of that pretty quickly, too. I actually have Kentucky beating Kansas in the championship game. Running back 2012 Ooh, in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Oh, yeah, Deja oh. Blue all over again. Can you imagine how many U.K. fans would be down there if U.K. and Kansas were playing in and the also title? also thinking it, about, like, the nerves. of Like, dude, we beat this team by 30. We cannot, like, we have to be able to beat them again, right? There'd be, there'd be such a nostalgia factor. You'd just have, like... People our age calling their college girlfriends to be like, <laughs> <laughs> you think your husband would mind if you? <laughs> ten years, it's been ten years. Oh, Let's get God. the band back together. Stay in Slidell, the Motel Eight. Oh man, um, good for you. Yeah, so Kansas is my sleeper, and then I like I like Rutgers. So actually. If you like free money, go ahead and get on Rutgers tonight. They're dogs, yeah. And then I like Rutgers to make a little bit of a run. Yeah. Would it be – you know who I don't – you know who I'll say this, who I don't like. I don't like Texas Tech. Everybody just, loves Texas Tech. I don't yeah. like Texas Tech. I do think Rutgers-Texas Tech has the potential to be an outstanding – like, <laughs> not like appeasing to the eye, but like a close game. If you're a true basketball fan. Like, if you be, like defense. Oh, yeah, like 40 to 58 or, you know, yeah. 51 to 47 kind of game. But that that would be a re- – I think that would be a great second-round close matchup. Here's my question for you. Who does Duke lose to? Who, who, who sends Coach K home packing? Because, like, I, I, I would like them to lose – so Cal State Fullerton, like that, wouldn't that be magical just to go out with a Lehigh Mercer, you know, just like big old suck it. But I, I what think day that's is that? Thinking. I wonder what day that game's on. Oh, because they lost to I want to say they lost to either I want to say they lost to Lehigh on St. Patrick's Day. Could be wrong about this. That. Is a Friday night oh, game. Okay, so not St. Patrick's I, I remember Day. I wanted to relive Mercer, the magic. I think one of those losses was like a Friday afternoon game. Like it happened early on, from what I remember. Like. Either the Lehigh or Mercer game was like a 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, you get out of school, and you're listening to it on the radio. I want to say that'd be Mercer. Lehigh was yeah. that night. I was at Wicks in the Highlands. and every, When Duke lo- – there's nothing that – you know You know what may actually solve things in Eastern or, Europe? Or bring everybody together. Get Putin, get Lazinski, and yeah. get them to just watch every Duke tournament game together. Just cheer against that pull-off. And if they win, if Duke wins and everybody says, hey, the world's normal, we'll talk again in two days. All right, bring them back. When Duke loses, it brings everybody together. Oh, man. Bars, it doesn't matter. Oh, and I'll never forget when Virginia lost to UMBC in Nashville. I was in Nashville for that game. And – not for that game specifically. I was in Nashville. That game was taking place, and that just was the a, collective. Oh yeah, the collective like crowd effort of people cheering, watching a one and, go and, down, and like one of those like disbelief. Like, really makes you feel like we can do anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and you kind of like anytime a sixteen though does, because like the, it's not unusual for a one or a two to have a scare. Like one of these eight teams. Is going to have a scare. Like it's going to be a close have game a close in the half second half. half. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and then they end up going on a big run and win by like ten or something. But there's that moment when the collective world turns to that game, and you're all like, "Can they do this?" The funny thing is, it's almost they're like gonna, gonna, you get like ground reporters, people at the game that are like. All right, Georgia State hanging tough with Gonzaga. And then, like, under four, guy, I don't know if people are noticing. It's kind of a close game. But then it, it, it will take a while before everybody collectively gets in. But it'll be like that under eight where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, Georgia State's up three on Gonzaga, the under eight timeout. And then everybody's in. Wasn't Virginia at UMBC in. at night, too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember exactly where I was. But I remember it being an, a nighttime kind of atmosphere. 
gosh, I just freaking love these games so much. So I consulted my bracket. Duke loses to Texas Tech, by the way. That's what I have too. But yeah. I, I've got Texas Tech out to either Alabama or Rutgers. But by the way, bet Rutgers today and thank me later. Plus one. Yeah. They are minus on the money line, but you know. Only yeah, you don't get any juice, or but you get a free win because they're going to win. Yeah, they're going to win. Suck at Notre Dame. Isn't it funny that the two seed in the ACC in the regular season is in the playing game? What a garbage conference. It's absolutely garbage. I wonder, we need to bring the the Rams kid back, the Colorado State Ram kid. I, I want to see, it's almost like the Northwestern kid. The next time Northwestern makes the tournament, we need a feature on him. I want to feature on the kid that wore the Ram head, the little chubby kid at Rupp Arena back when they played in, what was that, 2013? Something like that? Yes, it was. Because that was against Louisville in their first round game. Let's bring him back. What's he doing nowadays? Kids get a, we could get a profile on him on ESPN. What if he's like a TikTok star? Wouldn't got be surprised. Like, you know, 100 million followers. Damn. Get back to the Thornton Stacks line. What do you got, Justin? I was just, I'm mad at you. At who? You. Me? Yeah. Why? Because you want us to bet Rutgers, but that game's at 9 o'clock tonight. So basically you want me to sign up for another 11.30 night, and I'm just not having it. The bet, I mean, the bet will either cash or hit whether you're a know, but, uh, but you're it, off the ground bet. But why bet it if I'm not going to watch it? You know? Then bet first half. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe we're, I will, We're just, we're just telling you. Damn that's it. for your money. That's See, I'm, I don't like first half. In this. I like first half in Indiana because I just thought Indiana, significantly better team. They'll be up at halftime. I could see Notre Dame getting hot Hitting in the threes, first half. Yeah, but and, they're ultimately going to lose. But, yes, Rutgers' toughness will wear them down, and they will win. So I'll just bet Notre Dame first half, Rutgers second half. Oh, go for the little daily double. There you go. Don't hate it. Uh, don't hate the text line either. A texter says, could see someone like LSU going for Matt McMahon from Murray State too. Yeah, if you're a Murray fan, you may as well kiss him goodbye. There's too many other bigger jobs opened. There, I, I'm sure it's like this every year, Roush. I don't know if I can remember a year where there's already this many jobs open. And I think it's like some of its jobs. proximity. Because like the SEC was a good conference this year at the top. Yeah. Like the, the, there was four or five. And LSU, like they're looking for a new job, and they were that fifth team. Um, or helped six with Bama. This is a pretty good upper echelon, um, and the other ones aren't too far away. So um, – it does feel like they're all – and also, I mean, when Maryland and Louisville are looking for jobs in the middle of the season, like that's rare to have national championship programs come open like that. That is. So. Not the norm. It does seem strange, but it seems like small coaches are going to get some, some nice paydays. It's also, it's also weird, too, in that we're definitely aging into a new generation of coaches. Like Cal is going to be the face of college basketball next year. Yeah. With Coach K out. And a lot of these, like the the big faces, it's like Cal and Bruce Pearl, you know, like bringing or you're you're slowly aging out that older generation. You're bringing up a new crew, and uh, so there's a, there's a lot of opportunity, a lot of opportunity out there. I would keep an eye out on Anthony Grant to Florida. Seems just like uh, oh, yeah. too good of a fit. Yeah, he was uh, Although, Billy Donovan's longtime assistant. He didn't work out at Bama. That would be the biggest concern there. Can we all just? Justin, you may not. Can we like hold hands and just praise the higher power that we're going to be in a spot at Kentucky that UK has John Calipari as the head coach and Duke has Shire, UNC has Hubert, and Louisville has Kenny Payne, and they all 
intentionally hired those people. Like, not that they all can't be great hires. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But all I know is that if three out of four UK's biggest out-of-conference rivals, hell, throw in IU and Mike Woodson for good measure. I don't care. Four out of five, they're just hi- they're not even trying to hire big-name, already proven coaches. Thank you. <laughs> like, thank- <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh. I love it. I'm very thankful for that. Maybe they turn out to be great. Maybe I regret it someday. Maybe Shire turns into the next Coach K and he's there Hell, 70 the years. the dude at uh, Arizona that was at, on Gonzaga staff forever turned out to be a really good coach. But I, And I didn't even crush that hire, though, because I looked at that as that, one, that guy had been at Gonzaga forever, so Gonzaga's built a pretty good thing. He's yeah. seen good, bas- good college basketball and how it's built. And two, I looked at the Arizona job as a rebuild, so I was like, well, they probably need some help doing that. UNC wasn't a rebuild. Duke wasn't a rebuild. Nope. I you wasn't a rebuild and Louisville you could say the NCAA stuff hanging over their head makes that one you put an asterisk next to that one but sure but what a like if Kentucky's if Kentucky job opens tomorrow I'm love the guy but I don't I, Pelfrey I don't need you as the head coach <laughs> <laughs> like no thank you you can stay in the swag Sean Woods yeah like, uh, yeah well that's different because he has had coaching experience right it's true. So you, it would be like hiring John yeah. Wall. Well, you're oh, it, 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 no Travis Ford. He's got head coaching experience. Yeah, most of these dudes have been head. Mark Pope's got head, Mark Pope's been pretty. Mark Pope's going to be one that that's going to be an interesting. Where's he at now? He's at BYU. BYU. They were, it hasn't like gone. They, they were really no. They were good last year. They were really good in his first season. They El Stinko this year though. Didn't they beat Gonzaga? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. yeah they beat Gonzaga year. last year. Oh, last year. Yeah. Not yeah. They year. were second team in that conference a year ago. Justin, trivia question time. Uh oh. Let's do it. Last time a fifteen beat a two. Well, wasn't it? You like- can always think of the classics. Yeah, but, but you I can't remember when they were and if they were the most, most recent. recent. Yeah. I'm gonna say 2014. No, no, no the team. 15. Can oh. you name the? Because I, I couldn't name. I couldn't name the year at all. Wasn't it the God who beat Duke? Um, wasn't Mercer? They were 14. We've talked about both. I know. Yeah. I know we have, and I can't freaking think of it. Wasn't Lipscomb? I think I, I would know think the that answer. You're, you must be a little maybe a little high. Lehigh. Was that the last time? Is it, was, did Middle Tennessee? <laughs> no, 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 it's not the last Middle time. Middle Tennessee over Michigan State was, or was there one more recent? Middle Tennessee over Michigan State. That was Denzel Valentine. Was not that long ago. Yeah, it's a great guess. Was not that long ago. That team um, was good, and they all. I mean, it was a huge loss. But the answer is last season, unfortunately, and it was Oral Roberts, the Tooth School. Yeah, who they, they beat? They beat Ohio State. Oh, Chris right. Holtman and the boys. That's then they went bit. on and they said, "Hey, Mike White." But you don't ever leave for Georgia. They beat them too. <laughs> then they played Arkansas and lost a heartbreaker. I forgot last year's tournament was the wacky Max Abamis or whatever his name. I is. will say it's going to be very hard. The not like because we listed off locations last year, and even though the tournament floors are all the same now, um, and we did get to see the Final Four. Four love the teal and purple in New Orleans. By the way, yeah, I hate saying this again, kind of going back to the nostalgia stuff, but like. They really improved the New Orleans floor in ten years. Uh, the one we can we buyer's remorse on the one we got. It was, it was very average. It was like a puke green instead of like the colors actually popping and looking right, good. Right. So uh, well done Gu- to New Orleans. Guess we'll have to win this one. And bring I suppose it home. so. Yeah. yeah. But um, I even though the floors are like all of the same, generally speaking, I do keep up with 
who's playing where better when it's just like, oh, they're all in the state of Indiana. Like I have, I last year's games are going to be, and because Kentucky wasn't in it, but those are going to be much easier to forget, much more forgettable. It is crazy that we had a whole tournament in one city. Eh, state, but you know. Oh yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, Bloomington <laughs> yeah. and I other it. places. But God dang yeah. it. I'm I'm off today. You're up late that's, watching Hoosiers. Yeah, too, too many numbs. Yeah. You get the platy splatties. Man, I was. Okay. We're not doing platy splatty no, talk again. Absolutely We're just not, not doing platy splatty talk. A texter says for oh, uh, Tennessee had a lot of tough shots late in the shot clock. I think some of that can be attributed to bad luck along with our shooting. Oh, it was it it was a a big time case of like it was Tennessee's day and it was the exact opposite for Kentucky. Like they shot forty percent from three again. They don't shoot that well, and they they did it all year against Cass. I'm. This is a good radio tease, Roush. After we got off the air yesterday, I started thinking more about our like Wheeler tie tie conversation, and ooh, I'm nervous. Uh-oh. I'm, ner- I'm nervous. Oh no! And between what we talked about yesterday or on Monday, or no, was it? No, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. No. Like turning into JK forty seven over here. <laughs> uh, it was yesterday about like Calipari's coaches show comments from Monday. That's where I got confused. Maybe I'm just a nervous Nelly because it's March and my nerves are eating me up. But I, I, I think I know what's happening with the backcourt situation, and I don't know if it's good or not. And I'll come back and I'll tell you everything that I mean by that. It will not be nearly as confusing as I just made all this stuff. We'll come back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. One more break. One more break. That's it, folks. Life, real life, a thing that we have been denied for far too long. Good morning. Kentucky Roll Call. Yes, yes, you too. Breaking news. HB 606, through to legalize sports betting in Kentucky, is passed out of the House Licensing Committee with unanimous approval. What does that mean? Sports gambling goes to the House for full vote. If it goes up for the vote and passes, sports gambling coming to you soon. It's going to happen. This is great news. But... It's going to be a while still. Oh, yeah. We're not going to be gambling in Kentucky tomorrow. Ohio passed sports gambling probably close to a year ago now, and yeah. you still can't sports bet there. I would think – I don't think it's impossible that, like, football this season. time next year for March Madness mm-hmm. we're making bets. And and maybe maybe football season, but probably – maybe too quick. But I, I, I don't think 2023 – I don't think we'll have to wait longer yeah. than that. And that's good. I'm happy – I wonder if – I haven't looked into this because I'm not reading bills. They don't have the stupid thing where you can't bet on Kentucky or Louisville, right? I don't know for sure. That would be a disservice. So this is good news. 
but yeah, it's it's not like you know you're gonna be able to make bets tomorrow or anything. But let's just wait and see. Welcome back. This is Kentucky Roll Call, but that's good news. It is just like, oh, we all knew this was going to happen. Why did we take so freaking long to do it? Yeah, we were unsure. We had to wait and see. Well, you just let millions leave the state. Millions and millions, hundreds of millions leave the state. And we knew it was going to happen. And we told you all this was going to happen. And it happened. And it's going to happen with medicinal marijuana. Well, it's already happened with these things. Stop wasting time. Let Kentucky let Kentucky be open. Open for business because it helps everybody. Helps communities. Uh, you doing that voice, TJ, just helped me realize I did listen to the Rutherford show yesterday. He was doing that Mickey Mouse voice. Did you hear any of that? <laughs> they were talking about what Kenny Payne, because they've never heard Kenny Payne talk. He's done a million interviews. So they were talking about how what his voice sounds like and what if he comes in and he's just got this super high-pitched, like, hey, how we doing? <laughs> But Mike, Mike went, fires remorse. Mike's Mickey Mouse voice was so perfect. <laughs> that would be funny. He gets in there and everybody's like, I can't wait to hear this dude. And it's such like a tough to listen to voice. They're like, do we make? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Kenny uh, Payne talks very normally. <laughs> it's like the State Farm commercial. Mike Breen right now. They've got a similar thing where he comes off the air like this and then Hi, how do you think everything did today? <laughs> it's pretty good. You'll see it this March. Um, I got another thing. Oh, I was going to say, before you get to your take, uh, the Hoosiers are still in the air flying to Portland. What? Oh, yeah. so they're not in their bed sleeping. No, they took off at four after 4 a.m. Jesus. Uh, they're still in the air, and they'll land in Portland within the hour. 36 hours. No, they're probably sleeping on the plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, where would they go for the four hours that it took to get off the ground? Like, what? It does seem like you could organize this better, have the selection committee just keep them somewhere a little bit closer. But I just I really be better. Yeah. Like, That's are you it. happy to just be in the tournament or are you mad about your situation? Oh, I'm happy. Uh, they should be too. You know, like, again, I do agree this, this should be Michigan doing all this stuff. But it's not. And if you really wanted to not be doing this, don't lose to Rutgers at home. And you're probably not in this position. You got to play the cards you're dealt. It does stink though. Um, and planes, it just air travel, not not great, not ideal. Nope. What I wanted to bring up uh, before we kind of get back into the takes, did you see the UK Michael Kid Gilchrist? He's back in Lexington. Yeah, I did. Um, and I've heard his story. I mean, we all knew about his stuttering problem at the time and how he's overcome it. Uh, the one part that was disheartening is like, oh gosh, he's already out of the league. Well, that's yeah. kind of on. He just wasn't a great offensive player. NBA, you need to be pretty good at offense. Well, and it it, it is a sh- like in years, in a different era, he could have survived being just the utility mm-hmm. guy. But it went to like we're scoring a hundred. Like Kyrie had sixty points, and they the Nets won like a hundred and fifty to one twenty last night. Nobody gives a damn about anything but shooting now. MKG can't shoot. Um, so it was a it was a shame to, to see that he was already out of the game that quickly. Uh, but it is cool that he is he, – he, he, I think he spent his money wisely, saved it wisely. He's got a nonprofit now. And he spoke to – I mean, a guy with a stuttering problem that 
You yeah, doing public speaking, which I promise you. Yeah, go back. Crazy. They did that. They did that little documentary when he was a big time recruit back in like 2010. Maybe it was in 2011. He was he was teammates with Kyrie at that St. Patrick's. Yeah, yeah. Um, Derek Gordon, the uh, the Western Kentucky player, mm-hmm. but he like hardly even talked in that documentary because he just was he would stutter every time. He was too nervous, so he just wouldn't talk. And I remember interviewing him. He wouldn't hardly would talk. He just wasn't a good quote because he wouldn't talk because he would be too nervous or he'd stutter when he would speak. So he'd be too nervous that he was going to start stuttering and he wouldn't chat. And like as the year went on and as Kentucky was getting better, he was starting to talk more and open up a little bit more. And even when he left for the draft, I remember I wasn't with this group, but he came up to a group of the regular beat writers that year, invited them to his draft party thanked him for like helping he's always been very appreciative to the people that have helped open him up a little bit Mm -hmm. and helped with his stutter and no one more than his speech therapist at the university of kentucky they uh they got together in person for the first time they've they've remained in contact but yesterday was the first time they'd actually met and they met met together on uk's campus for the first time in in a decade yeah meg shake michael k gilchrist spoke to class and talked about how he's always had a stuttering issue and then got to meet with uh with meg and they got to hang out and now michael kid gilchrist is he's raising awareness for change and impact initiative for stuttering it's a nonprofit. Going to educate, support government legislation, expand resources and services for those who stutter. It's really cool. Yeah, I've all you've always any UK fan has always had a soft spot for Michael Kidd Gilchrist just by watching him on the floor or maybe seeing him out. But people have stories of him doing something nice for him, signing autographs, doing this or doing that. Cool to see him back at UK 10 years later, and cool to see him conquer mm-hmm. something that had such a hold on his life for such a long, long time. Now, my um, my question for you, Mr. Sports Talker, is you left us with a tease about how you're worried. We yeah, I'm, a, li- I'm a little worried. Because so? I feel like Cal defaults to – he's going to default to Wheeler when – haven't we been saying all year if this team's going to win a national championship, it's going to have to be Ty Ty leading the show? Oh, you're worried. Yeah. And I'm, wor- I'm worried that – the ball's going to be in Wheeler's hands. Yes. And the thing is, I'm totally – I want Wheeler to play. I'm a huge Wheeler fan. I think people get on him too much about, one, his shooting, but, two, just his overall game. He's such a creator for UK. Can't wait for him next year. I've gone back and forth on this. I don't even know for sure who I think I want the ball in their hands late in game. But I think this past weekend was almost – well, I just worry that Cal's going to go with the experience over the young player. And I feel like it's going to be the young player shooting that can help UK win a close game. I hope it doesn't matter this weekend. I hope UK can get by both games without too much issue. But I'm just, let's say UK is playing Purdue, final two minutes. I don't know what Cal's going to do, and that makes me nervous. Mm. And I don't know if the team knows what they're going to do. And that makes me a little nervous. I I do. I almost wish that Ty Ty had turned into a Brandon Knight where it was like, okay, well, so it's going to be in Ty Ty's hands. Now he can kick to Grady. He can kick to Mintz maybe. 
Well, I, it makes me nervous not knowing what UK's game they, plan's going to be if they need a bucket late. They blew out too many teams. We didn't. I mean, kind of. I mean, they have played close games, but I mean, they, when they also, played close games, people were hurt. Yeah, they weren't 100 yeah. healthy. So it was you, don't, to, you don't know. We don't know, There's and that makes me nervous. Yeah. I need somebody to help me out on the Thornton sex line. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Let's get back to it, TJ. So we've got uh, we've got quite a few in there. Because people are going to lose their minds if UK is down like four. There's three minutes left, and Wheeler's running the show. People are going to lose their minds. The, the thing just is, so you though, know. is like I think you can still have Wheeler in the game doing things, and then get the ball in Ty Ty's hands with 12 seconds on the shot clock. You know, and maybe that's what they do. But I hope everybody's cool with it. I, yeah. It just it makes I, because me a I little think you uneasy. could still get some like easy bucket, easy layups with Wheeler just drawing double teams and dishing to Oscar for a dunk or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's what Cal thinks probably. Wheeler's great at getting inside, yeah. but he can't shoot. He can't shoot. So you're playing four on five. Well, again, I shouldn't say he can't shoot. He can shoot. I'm just doing exactly what other folks are doing. But nobody's gonna feel good about him taking even an open shot for, yeah. late in a game. The scoop shot. Left-handed scoop shot. I love the way he gets in the lane. I'm okay with him taking an open shot. Late in a game, though, I will just wonder why why wasn't Ty Ty running the show. You're right. If it's like a a frantic play and it's just, you know, the ball kind of gets knocked out and it's three seconds on the shot clock and somebody's got to throw it up. And look, it's Wheeler open from 17 feet, but he's wide open. Okay, I'm I'm cool with that. I just don't know if I want... We're holding for 10 seconds left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like the Ohio State game where Brandon Knight takes up the court and he's just going to rip their heart yeah. out. Yeah, you had the confidence that he was going to do that. So, and all year we were saying if UK is going to make a run, it's going to have to be Ty Ty running the show. So I, I, I was thinking yesterday, I was like, then why would I back off this the day before? Like, why would I all of a sudden be like, you know what? I'm cool with Wheeler being the one late running the show. All year we said it was going to have to be Ty Ty if this team was going to make a run. What would have changed? And even in Ty Ty having some off shooting nights, we saw his scoring capability in Tampa, even in a bad game, you could like look up and be like, oh, he had 17 points. Huh. How about that? Well, so I think, I think if I hope on tomorrow night, Ty Ty gets the ball, the line of the share of minutes yeah, just yeah. to be able to be playmaker operator. Cause that's what the cats need this tournament. Well, and we actually have a, a, a text on the Thornton's text on about this very subject. 502-414-1450. Cal wants we are out there to push the pace. It's not like we can take him out mid-possession if it slows down. Also, Tata did not do a good job of playing through bumps against Tennessee. If I'm defending UK, I'm being extremely physical with Tata, Grady, and Brooks. Totally agree with you. And Cal has been super loud about like the playing through bumps things. He was saying that during that little show that they did. Yeah. Uh, it's a big point of emphasis. And... If you could have like a totally incomplete candid Cal texter, he would just say exactly what you just said. He's like, I love this team. They're so good. They're so talented. And they're a great group of kids. But boy, if you're physical with them, it changes it changes everything with them. And honestly, well, look at Ty Ty. He's not like the strongest human on the planet. He can get knocked around and bumped around a little bit. So you're right, Texter. Will they do, do we think that refs will I don't know. Be more lenient, like or are, are, because are, are they gonna? You never know. Yeah, had somebody tweet me last night, and they were after that technical on the Wyoming coach saying, oh, "I thought it was gonna be better for the tournament. Why? Yeah, it's bad all year. It's bad last tournament. It's bad right. the tournament before that. It's bad all the time because it's bad officials. It's not like if you 
eat at a restaurant you don't like 24-7 that, I don't know why you do that 24-7, and the food's not good, but then you get them to cater for your wedding, you'd expect anything differently. It's exactly what we have going on here. It's still the same crappy food. It's still the same crappy officials. One texter says, they don't struggle with out-of-bounds entry passes. They just don't try to score at the rim directly from them. It's one thing I wish our fans would shut that bleep up about. Oh, nice catch. Yeah. Um, I saw that when I sent that over and I meant to read it myself, but yeah, that's the way that it goes. You caught well, it, buddy. But also like how many teams like Rick Barnes does want a game against Kentucky. But like that this isn't middle school basketball where you're running plays on out of bounds plays to get layups. Like that's just not we don't do that that doesn't happen very often in the sport. I think it's hyperbole to say Tennessee gets won a game. Against Kentucky. They do it pretty often. Though. Rick, Rick is good at getting those uh, sets drawn up. I, I, I agree with the texture. I just, I, I think some of our fans just want it to be like a utopia of perfection 24 7. You, you take in, some coaches are good in some areas, some coaches mm-hmm. are good in, like Rick Barnes, good at out of bounds plays, terrible at making a Final Four. Which one would you rather have? Yeah. I'm would sure. you rather have nice out of bounds plays? Uh, And it doesn't have to be either. Well, apparently it does. (laughs) (laughs) Alex from Colgan says, For the record, it was not my idea to take the kids to Vegas. My parents have a timeshare there and have been begging my wife and I to come with them for years. So we finally gave in for spring break this year. The plan is to pawn off four kids to my mom and disappear in a casino a few times. Can't remember if y'all have talked about this before, but what is y'all's favorite play in a casino? I believe the roulette wheel because it requires near zero skill so I can just convince myself it's bad luck. Gosh, I... There's a group of people playing the roulette wheel in our friend group. I, I just, I'm like a even odd black or white guy, but the people that will play numbers and corners and stuff like that, not not necessarily yeah. for me. It's fun to put it like to walk by and just like hit a number or hit a red and black every once in a while, but I'm more of a blackjack. And then on the rare occasion, like, all right, teach me how to play craps again. Like, because <laughs> it is a, something that like, I kind of know, and I, you know, I remember the pass line and what's good and bad. But it takes it takes a while to get that muscle memory. Man, you know, it but sweet. it is pretty. It's a lot of fun. You just got to heavily invest. Maybe this has been the case forever. I'm sure Keith will text, like, have a snarky text in. But hey, I, I'm I'm little Linden Town TJ over here. I don't get out in the big cities all too often. But they had touchscreen craps tables, like, oh, or count like me it out. was like LED, like the whole. Thing was like virtual kind of, yeah. but it wasn't virtual. It was all real. Like you had real dice. Yeah. It was like a future, a futuristic. They just didn't have a stable. dealer. It was Did like, it have like the big glass dome over it? No. Okay. Because no, I played no, no. one. You rolled like the that. dice. Oh, like okay. all this was just like a real crafts experience, except there was no felt. It was just all like electron and like if you you know if you won money, like a graphic would come across the board oh, and stuff. Wow. Like, it just felt like you were in the future. Wow. It was neat. Your eyes got really big when you said that, too. It was cool. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm saying with you, I need to, a refresher on the rules each and every time I play, but I was like, this, whoa. This is, <laughs> this is Blackjack, a lot. Blackjack's the correct answer, by the way. That's my answer. Because yeah, it's, it's, con- it's the thing I can control the most. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though you can't you can't control anything in that game. Well, you can. But you at least have, like, a set of rules that you can follow. and Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Texas says, TJ, I definitely think you're reading too much into Cal's words. I think he's confident in the team, but also knows another bad shooting night can cut this season short. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, another person on Thornton's text on says, Roush, once Duke starts taking his sports to another level, will you be the parent sitting in the corner alone taking it super serious, or will you be sitting with the parents in the stands? 
about you, TJ? Assuming Lucy gets involved with sports growing up, what do you mean? I, I I didn't know there was the. I guess there's always been the dads who like stand up and watch by themselves, but I would be with other parents, and I would also I'm good for one outburst a game. I I mean Roush like I, Roush will be a very loud parent. Roush wouldn't be a parent. Roush would be a coach. I no, be, I mean I, I could see that. you as the, more of a coach than at a the younger levels. Yeah, but once they get older, like I want you know Duke to have his own experiences because when you got your like you need to have somebody else to really like I I think that's part of growing up like not having dad over your shoulder while you're playing and those expectations you know so I bet some people that were coached by their parents aren't too happy hearing you say that I'm just saying it gives them a little bit of time to grow outside of the the umbrella you know yeah, Roush will be getting rowdy with parents. Oh, I'll be, be starting some, cheers. There'll be some hooting and you know. hollering. He'll never take it too far. Right. But he'll he you will hear I'll have him. Fun with you'll it. hear yeah. him in a gym, absolutely. There's gonna be one like one or two times though a game where I might just go a little overboard and then Brooke gives me a stern look. I think I'll just try to be pretty normal and probably be louder for my children as parents generally are. But I, I think I won't make a scene. I'll probably be more likely to like want to be coaching. Well, that's because Lucy's going to play golf, and somebody's got to somebody's got to teach her. If I'm Lucy's golf coach, I would never ever set her up for more failure as a parent. (laughs) Be the worst decision I could ever make. You you really should get her into women's golf, though. A lot of scholarships out there. Yeah, I have a dream that everybody in my family is just going to have all of our kids play golf, and then they can like just think of family trips down the road playing golf. You it's have, funny like, a foursome with the kids; they can be in one. Think like you know the little tournaments they can go in. I would love for my kid to want to play golf. It's it's funny because I have the exact same mindset. I, I've tried to get all my sister's kids to play golf. Has now, it worked? Uh, well, one of them's only five months old, so that's that's our hope. Where's your progress? Lucy's five months old. She's already chipping. There we go, man. Man. A little bell is behind. <laughs> but I do the same thing with my buddies. My buddies' kids, I like put them in golf. It's the one sport they can play the rest of their life. That's true. That's true. And you see a lot of people try to learn it older. Yeah. And How much fun would golf be if we started at two or three years old? Uh, like, be, it would be amazing. Uh, yeah, but sticking with it, that's the problem. Because, like, I started golf at, like, six or something. But I started young, stopped playing, started yeah. picking up again, stopped playing. Ralph, I don't believe that you started at six. I did. And picked up in high school, I guess, again. But the problem was is golf season in Kentucky is during football season. Oh. It's not a spring sport. It needs to be a spring sport. It's stupid. Who cares yeah. about golf in the fall? No nope. weather's nicer. Nah. Uh, yeah, I guess there's less rain. Outs, but um, another text from Thornton's text line. So you guys like North Dakota State over Providence? Saw a stat that a four seed barely being a favorite is lost outright each time. So here's the thing. is like I, I feel obligated to – I'm worried that it's too obvious. You feeling like the zig on when everybody's zagging situation? See, but like they haven't lost. They've won like uh, haven't lost in three months. Providence is eleven and two in one score games. That luck's got to eventually run out. But I am very, very worried that like it's too obvious and everybody's making this pick. I put it in my bracket, but like you know, you need I, to have some I'm, upsets. In there. I like. I mean, I've I've caught in on how fun this Providence team has been. It was really cool. They got to win the Big East regular season. Uh, but I don't think they're like an amazingly talented basketball team. So nothing would surprise me in that game. Apparently the, the I don't Jackrabbits feel... have a very talented NBA prospect. Whoever wins that one, I've got them losing to Iowa the next round. But um, you know, that whole pod, is, I could see anybody coming out of that pod. Even Richmond. Rich what? I said Richmond. Rich what? Avery Johnson is low-key really good at color commentating. Avery Johnson. 
They came in and fixed it and said commentary. Either way. We got what you were getting at. That's that's right. I do have good my... at color commentating. That's yeah, right. My color. wife always does a double take, like when she hears his voice on the TV. See, that's the thing. His voice is just off putting for me. I'm like, what? I'm all right with his voice. It's fine, but he he's not. He would not be my first choice. He is. You, I, I do just like the basketball nerdiness of him breaking down kind of plays and whatnot. It was something that. Dan Dockage was pretty good at back in happier times with Cream, that dude. Green was like that yeah. back in the day. I, I I just like hearing people be like, so he went here, so that's why this guy's going to go over yeah. there. And then the coach thought that – like, I love getting in the mind of a coach. It's mm-hmm. cool to hear Avery Johnson does a really good job of that. No, you're going to lie, too. I kind of appreciated, like, the John Rothstein barbs that they were throwing at him. I weirdly did, too. And he was good coming in and, like, not – because, like, they tried doing that with Todd McShay in college football where they chime in more from the sidelines. Kublik does it. And he's great at it. McShay feels a little weird. Rothstein on the sideline, his enthusiasm, it really plays. I think folks know how I feel about like Rothstein overall, but I thought that all went pretty well. He's I think he is much like it, it plays much better on TV than just the Twitter stuff. Yeah, but I even liked it better than him just being like in a studio talking. Yeah, it almost yeah. felt too forced. Just him like being kind of goofy walking around being Mr. Basketball was nice. It was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, the Hoosiers flopped so much. Disgusting. Suck it, scooter dingus. Don't know that I agree with that, but you'll suck it all the same. It, yeah. it, I did think it was appropriate that Geronimo had two tip dunks in the first half. God, like, Geronimo. You, you have to be – if your last name is Geronimo, damn it, you better be good at dunking. Mm-hmm. I, I know I had sure. that take on the Twitter spaces, Nick, about Trey Galloway. I meant to say Jordan Geronimo. Oh, oh, okay. So you've got multiple <laughs> future All-Americans. Okay. Good to know. Jordan Geronimo is a baller. Uh, Texter, I gave him the – I sent in that show in Vegas I recommended yesterday. He said, this works out great. Thank you. I didn't add in this text, but my brother decided – oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to read this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Probably probably shouldn't read that. They were scrambling for this uh, – blah, blah, blah. All right, they're going to enjoy the show. His yeah. brother's a big South Park fan. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, Cheering for the fighting Bobby Knights tonight, Scooter – Scooter. Scooters, the Scooter. I have them into the Sweet 16. Don't let me down, Scoots. Let's go. And they didn't let him down. Nope. Number zero, Jeffries on Wyoming looks 100% like someone who was cast to play a player who plays for <laughs> Wyoming in a Disney Channel original movie. It's a great text. Roush is looking them up. Oh, yeah. Good gotcha. morning, guys. So pumped for the tourney time. I think our boys get right against St. Peter's and ride that momentum to the championship. Also, Scoots, I have Indiana on the Sweet 16. What? Two so, of them? So pray to whoever. It's trendy pick. So pray to whoever red and white God you pray to and use some Hoosier dingus mojo to help me out. Oh. Have a great day, guys. Let's go cast. Gosh, he does look like a great casting day. in that Disney Channel original movie. Let me see. Send, um, send it on over. Pass it. Turn the thing around. <laughs> Hold on, let me brighten my screen. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's a dull screen. Yeah, yeah, I'm running out of juice. Oh, heavens! Because he's he's <laughs> easy not... on the eyes. Yeah, good looking fella. Yeah, good looking fella. All right, with like the the lined up hair. It's a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Andy's it. got the t-shirt. Really love the t-shirt under the. We gotta bring that back. Baggy no, t-shirt, baggy t-shirt. I personally add on it, but love a, one team having a baggy t-shirt, like Eric Daniels with a baggy t-shirt. It's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Having that one guy is good. Preferably with Rex Specs too. Texture says, Scoot's really happy for you. Can we get a come on? Come on. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yep. Oh, and John, John here. Good morning, buddies. Wow, IU gets a tournament win for the first time since President Obama was in office. <laughs> you know, I think Mike Woodson is a great fit for IU. I like the comments he made about Coach Knight after the game. You know what? Maybe Justin, he can bring true tradition back to IU. Gosh darn, can we... 
Just hurry up and get to the cats, Blaine. No kidding. This week no. seems like it's dragging on forever. <laughs> Gotta go Seriously. talk to you later. I've been waiting for tomorrow forever. And it, ideally, knock on wood, it's going to be just a complete and total beatdown of St. Peter's. But I just, there's nothing better than seeing UK run on the floor in the NCAA tournament. Mm. I love them when they're in the blue jerseys, but generally if they're in white, it means they're favorite. So whatever. But just I, seeing that blue too. NCAA yeah. patch on there and you know like it matters more. There's a little twinkle in people's eyes. John, I'm right there with you on the ANSI train. Can't wait for it. And love this. Justin, you ready for your second trivia question? I'm ready. When who did IU beat in their last tournament win? Was it Kentucky? Ooh, no, it was Wyoming last night. Oh, oh. What yeah. an idiot! He got it wrong. <laughs> 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 Take it. We what's, did it. What, what's colder than being cold? Ice cold. That's what I am today. My goodness. I'm just happy UK is not the answer to that stupid question Jeez, about man. the Hoosiers. Was it? Was it question. before last night? Was yeah, it, it would have been. It was. Okay. It was. Okay. That's, that's cool. Point of the joke. Uh, why doesn't someone <laughs> just go and ask Sam Payne if his dad is taking the U of L job? Also, ask him if he will transfer to U of L if his dad takes the job. Oh, that's actually an interesting caveat. I totally would expect him to. I don't. I don't Ooh. think you're going to have. The son of a rival's coach playing on the rival, I just think from an optics standpoint, weird. not going to happen. And also, to be totally and completely fair with you, would would Calipari want that dude in his locker room? Like, yeah, like I mean, a, not that I think he would be suspicious that Zan's running back to Kenny, but like you would probably be like, all right, I loved everything you did for us. Now your dad's probably going to groom you into a grad assistant. Yeah. You'll start that now over at U of L. Right, that will happen. Actually, I'm sure get Zan Payne out of here now. <laughs> I'm sure he's like probably graduating now too. He's been yeah. there forever. Yes, he has been there forever. And he still has like five years of eligibility because of COVID and his red shirt for his knee and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. Uh which I, I don't know if they've got if they have locker room access back. Typically we get that in the CW tournament, but I don't know if they're oh, still being COVID. weird with COVID. They better not be. But like that would be a you're definitely getting those quotes if that happens after the game Thursday. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah so. John Hale's just probably already waiting. Oh, gosh, can't wait. All these Salsarita talks reminds me, I won Salsaritas for guessing the theme of the one-hit wonders last Worst week. Worst theme of all time. I'm sure Justin Page out. Yeah. I don't have Salsaritas. What? what? Your, what? You, had, you had to give it play out, pay out the oh, winner. Oh, I mean, I'll Venmo him. I'll just give I don't have Salsaritas. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a card on me somewhere. I, I thought you were going to take care of it, TJ. Sorry for the confusion. Uh, well... <laughs> Kirby says, uh, Terry, great, got a work question, sold the house this weekend for well over asking, which was a blessing, got an appraisal gap too, but can appraisers be bought with good bourbon, really needing whoever it is to be open-minded with positive thing attitude? Uh, No, they can't. That's a good way to get us in trouble too. Why don't you, no, Terry, just get people to give you like good stuff. Robbery. It works. That is a pain, though, texture. I, I had to deal with that. And uh, uh, if there's a if there's a significant gap, you can sometimes get it, do some negotiating to get it closer. But like, good luck, good luck's all I got to say. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough to shrink that. Yeah, that stuff's tough, Kirby. I hope it works out for you. You can always reach out to me on social media or something if you've got more questions because uh, we're you know doing a radio show. Uh, note on the 1986 tourney, four SEC teams made the dance. Three of them were in the same region, Auburn to the west. Before playing LSU for the fourth time, UK had to beat Bama for the fourth time just to get to the final. Yep, that true. drove the NCAA to make better effort not to pool conference teams in the same re- geographic region. We play anyone else, I believe, that is our title that year, not U of L's. Oh, shucks, I didn't. Don't yeah. like don't like hearing that. Yep. 
That it, it, the NCAA realized they were wrong and changed the rules. It doesn't happen often, but it did that time. Texas says, Nick, cheer against the Pollock. Really? Yeah. Come on. That's one of those like fun little. I think it's a slur. I don't think you're supposed to say it. I thought that was one that we're like, okay, like uh, whenever. Um, I thought we could still make those those uh, jokes. I don't think you're supposed to. It's Justin looking it up. I am. But do people like still care? Well, this I thought, texter, I thought that was harmless. The this texture cares. It is a derogatory word for a pole or a person of Polish descent. Well, yeah, wow. no definition. But and they're taking it... in more Ukrainians than anybody else. And here you go. Actually, uh, Brooks, one of her former teammates, is uh, in Poland taking in a bunch of. Which oh. reminds me, they uh, if you all want to like directly help somebody who's feeding a dozen Ukrainian women and children, I got your hookup. Uh, <laughs> It reminds me, I need to send some PayPal money to them today. But um, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. Real real effort from the whole world, really. The irony of U of L fans calling Kentucky basketball cheaters for years, then hiring Cal's right hand man is hilarious. Does this mean they have to admit that he we never cheated, or that they hired a cheater? Quite the dilemma. Oh, and they're also in the middle of their own cheating scandal, scandals. Of course, all, their the, all, all this lost on them. Conveniently not discussed or talked about. Avoided, moved on. Although I and I also love that they have such like a UK stink. Like did that guy went to you? He once did L's down. His brother's mother was a UK fan back in '81. They do all that stuff all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they are just gonna go hire Cal's right hand man for a decade. More of a cat than he ever was a card. Yep. Twice as long. But, no, I'll be happy for Kenny Payne, and I'll think it's funny that the rivalry is going to lose a little bit Man. of its sizzle. Because oh, right. it's good for business for me to just have UofL and UK calm. Is it? It is. No, I think it's good for business good to have for... people fighting. No. No. Yeah, like, happy wife, happy life. Oh, oh. Not like actual business. You mean just like at home. Bit my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like my wife, she doesn't really care. That is like that it. is sexist. It should be happy spouse, happy house. <laughs> that's good. It's good. It's good. Oh, man. It's good. Hell, hell, you're back. Scooter's back. Scooter I'm, I'm, is back. I'm being a misogynistic pig. Roush is dropping Polish slurs. It's, uh, and Justin's got us. And Justin he, is. He's the level-headed I've been ice winner in the NCAA but... tournament. What a, what a freaking time to be alive. By the way, get in that KRC bracket challenge, and yep. we are done with our show, and the next time we do radio, it'll be a UK tournament game day. Woo! Yeah, that'll be pretty yes! well. So we will come back. We'll do that Man, tomorrow, no, 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big oh, X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kale.